Yo, where I'm from, you in these streets, either hitting a lick or flipping a brick. By any means, get to the chips. But careful with them niggas you with. Cause shit be all gravy till you got no chicken to split. When they fall, they expect you to pick them up quick. Send a shooter in the Uber cause you ain't give them a lift. They want a mile if you give them an inch. But they don't know just the ball. Sometimes you gotta sit on the bench. Chances you go to jail more than 50%. Yeah. Ugh. What up, gentlemen? What up, what up, what up, what up? do? It's the Side Exit Podcast, guys. Episode 2. Got a little spicy last episode with that T.O. Randy talk, but we ain't going to get into it. A little spicy? We ain't going to get into it. Tito don't want to get into that again, and I promised him I wasn't going to get into it. Um, It was a dope podcast last week. I liked it. We had a special guest last week, and um, you know we're going to occasionally do that. We're going to occasionally bring people that could give us this, their half cup, whatever that fucking saying goes, that half glass full. Half glass full mentality. Yeah, so... Um, this week we got we got a couple of nice topics we want to talk about. Um, first and foremost, um, all our podcasts we always want to you know enrich in the, the the people we know. So something y'all gonna get used to is you know our shout outs. Uh, first and foremost, I want to give a big shout out to my man Mayheezy. Um, dope, dope rapper from the hood. He actually has what I heard in the beginning of the pod. It's one of his freestyles. If y'all want to look it up, y'all uh, search the hashtag in the kitchen freestyle on Instagram, and y'all gonna see my man Mayheezy. Um, that's my shout out of the week, guys. So yeah. up? <clears throat> nah, my shout out is to the homie Chelo. He just uh, had these uh, customized two seventies. You can go check them out on Nike.com. Some super fire joints. That's a joint you posted Everything today? for the culture, you heard? That's a joint you posted, uh, you posted <laughs> yeah, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I already, seen it in the chat. I already three, got cut, three different blues, super fire, super fire. I already got the green light to cop them, so I'm copping them this week. Cello, <laughs> that's, them shits is fire. Yeah. You gotta support it, because I'm definitely picking those up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've copped his, I'm copping mine Friday. I recommend everybody go cop and support, you heard? All right, y'all just gotta look up the Nike.com, uh, be great, and y'all definitely gonna see my man Cello's Picks on there, free. See, my 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 shout out is more of a of a more familiar shout out. I want to send a shout out to my man Pena the Beast and his and his future and current wife. He got married over the past weekend, and the wedding was fucking amazing. Thanks for the invite. It was a cla- It was a, a mixture of. He was there in spirit. Hat. In spirit. Y'all were there through IG Live. Trust me, y'all were there. With that, that's y'all how I did it with the last. Y'all one. Y'all with the last one. Yeah, Hendy's wedding. With Hendy's wedding, I was in that shit through uh, IG Live. My I just kept. Uh, my, I just kept myself at a much more controlled pace than Hendy's wedding because I knew that shit got out last time. So I was very <laughs> conscious about where the fools were sitting at at all times. But it was an amazing wedding. It was dope. Uh, they did a real good job of mixing both cultures. Her uh, Bangladeshi and Indian culture, and his Dominican culture. That food about to be slapping. The food was, yo, let me tell you something. The food was amazing. Mango with some uh, the funny, halal, Yo, the funniest thing about the whole wedding, and this is the second time that I've heard this, by two respective bartenders at the same family event. They both looked, the one bartender looked at the other one, he goes, yo, we were not prepared alcohol-wise for the strength that these people are drinking at. Because this was a, it was a game at that point. My son. It was a game. I'm t- but like this, her family, they don't drink. So they were just sitting there in awe. They smoke hookah. 
They was they, they did it outside. They, do, they, they did oh, nothing. You know, they did nothing. Like I would have brought that hookah. They in were there. very respected. There was a hookah in there, but it wasn't in there. But there was a hookah there. I can guarantee there was a hookah there. Shout out the rich. Yeah, exactly. Panda <laughs> <laughs> was looking like a golden panda out there that night. Yo, yo, but it was up, just man. it was amazing. It was a good time. Had by all. Thanks, Peña the Beast. And let's go from there, brother. Yo, that Lambo Memorial. That lamb over motor. <laughs> shit about to be slamming. So combining shit now? You feel me? Um, really uh, dope topic that we're about to start the podcast with is the Rich Paul rule. So, you know, whoever's been seeing Sports Center, Bleacher Report, uh, you know, the Colin Cowherd show, everything, the Rich Paul rule, which obviously they, they rescinded something. And, um, so when it first started, when the NCAA came out with this rule, it was considered the rich poll rule because you needed certain accredited features in order for you to be able to represent a player. Right. Um, when it comes to that, it was it, it rubbed people the wrong way because it was something that it seemed like it was strictly aimed it was, it was at him. It was designated and aimed at him. Yeah. So whoever doesn't know what that rule has become. It was something that had to do with you had to be certified. You certi- had a certain number of credits and a certified agent to be able to represent Plus, players. the biggest point of it was a four-year degree. So you needed to have, you needed to take the, the there's a test that agents have to take and you have to have a four-year degree. And this rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because obviously over knows the story of Rich Paul. You know, he's a real close friend with LeBron James and LeBron James doing the thing that he did. You know, he brought his people up. And and Math Carter. And Math Carter, of course. Yeah, Math Carter's a business partner. Business partner. Yeah, so um, what they basically did and they said it, you know, with that is why does a four-year degree have to be involved in something like this? The degree wasn't the problem. Let's no, that it. was the major let's problem. It, but let's keep it hundred. It was the, the degree wasn't the problem. The major, the major. The issue problem was there. here was, and this goes back to uh, uh, um, what is the baseball uh, the baseball agent the big big time baseball agent Scott, Scott Boris. Boris. Scott Boris. This goes back to the Scott Boris diagram. Whenever you get too powerful in sports, where you can direct and control the future of any franchise, whether it be the NFL, whether it be the NBA, whether it be the NHL. Yeah, very important role. Wherever, Whenever you can control the future or the power of a player going where, controlling what goes where, you're controlling the dollars where they go. Only problem is that Scott Boris deals with primetime agents. The best Rich, of the best. Right, the best of the best. Rich Paul is doing it from a completely different point of view. I'm not going to deal with the primetime players, at least not yet. You know, he's got one primetime player with him, nah, which he, he moved, he which he found the way to move to L.A. Throughout the years, he got but a he's, couple now. He he's, got he's, a getting from, he's getting it from college, though. Ben Simmons. He's getting into college. And those kids want to go. And those kids want to go where he goes because his, his attachment and his, his his backer came from the same Came from the same place he came, which is, you know, LeBron came from that one. Math Carter came from the same place. So the, the, the NCAA, because this, this is not the leagues. This is the NCAA. You can't come in there, and we had this conversation. We were talking about stipends and pay for college athletes. You're not going to come into this well-run machine and start to upset it in the way that he technically is upsetting it. Because now these kids don't need an agent. I can test to see if I can come out to the NBA or to the NFL. Status quo, man. <laughs> but now, if, if I don't, if, if my slot isn't where I want it to be, I don't got to go. I'm not talking to an agent. He's an advisor. 
So what what stirred this is there's a, a kid, his name is R.J. Hampton. I've never seen him play. He's, he's good. He's if you top, follow the top twenty in the top, country. Yeah, top ten, I think. Top ten you, in the country. If you follow, like if you follow the, the if you follow the overtime page on Instagram, um, he was able. Which is a dope ass Instagram page. Oh, I, really? love I, I like. You know, I, I, I have been posting the, their Twitter uh, posts, which I'm guessing are their uh, Instagram right. posts. Really dope because it's a different perspective. Phil, you're getting this it's from high school. From high school. Oh, okay, yeah, I see so, what, yeah, I see what you're supposed. Yeah, I see what it is. There was a lot of controversy with the kid, with the dude that started it because he's like, "Yo, you might, you making money off of these kids and they can't even make the same, they the same, college, the same, the same college, college, the same concept, the same concept, right?" But yeah, man, overtime on Instagram, on so it, super it, dope. So instead of him going to college, he's gonna take a year in Australia, which is what um, I think it was two. Lamelo Ball is doing that. I think he's doing two years in Australia. Yeah, I think it's two, right? Lamelo Ball is also not going to college. He's going to go play a year in Australia because when you don't play college, you have to play at least one year pro um, to be able to qualify for the NBA draft. So what a lot of these kids are doing now, they're seeing, you know, what's happening in the college sport. And obviously the one-and-done rule has been going on for quite some time because the NBA is trying to get rid of the one-and-done rule. From what I'm hearing through Adam Silver, you know, through, 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 through the Adam Silver that's talking about. But what they're basically doing is I'm not going to play a free year in the college that I'm not going to stay in to make it to the A. For that, I could just take it to a pro league international, make some money, and be able to satisfy that those qualifications that the NBA requires to be able to get drafted. And in hindsight, every guy who's come from Europe, Every player who's come from Europe, they've come prepared. Yeah, listen. They've come prepared. Uh, playing uh, overseas is way better than playing in I mean, college. Brandon Jennings. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Jennings. Jennings. You playing with Chris, grown men. Uh, uh, Christoph, uh, uh, KP. Um, Giannis. Emmanuel Moutier. Emmanuel Moutier. The kid from Dallas. Uh, uh, Luca. Luca Doncic. Look how he's busting ass and he's like, yo, y'all not ready. Because they're, like, they're, 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 playing, they're playing pro ball with pro men at a pro pace. So when they come to the NBA, the speed doesn't bother them. Nope. Think about think about this. Everybody who got drafted this year out of college, top three, top you pick you pick them. It's gonna take them at least fifteen to twenty games, roughly, depending who they are, to get adjusted to the NBA style of play, the speed, the physicality, the the the, the contact. Because in college you don't play that fast. You play Roy Williams basketball. You play uh, uh, Shashevsky um, basketball. You play their style of ball. When you get to the NBA, you play a scheme. You're playing a scheme. You're playing whatever scheme. If you, way more if you games, end up, if you if, if you fortunately or unfortunately end up on the Lakers, you play LeBron style of ball. <laughs> if you fortunate or unfortunate land in Timber in, in Minnesota, you playing Timberwolf style of ball. Like wherever you land in the pro league, not there no more. But it's a uh, flip Saunders. Flip Saunders. So whoever it is, you play flip the is, flip is the coach. No flip no, Saunders. No, his son. Flip, uh, flip guy. His son. Rest in peace, flip. But you playing, you playing that style of ball. You go overseas. You you're adjusting to a scheme of whatever team you're Which, playing. Which by the way, they play way faster overseas because the the, the court is the court the court is a little smaller. No, you have to play defense on everybody's a shooter no in Europe. Fan, everybody's no a yeah. shooter. 
Look at Dirk. Dirk is seven feet, my nigga. Can pull from 45. Like, this Come is on, like, man. They make them different over there. It's just did. better for kids to go learn from men over there, come back and play with men. Men at their prime time, at their prime age. It, it, I mean, think about it. And the other thing is, it goes back to the conversation we had before. The money. NCAA money. The NCAA money. These kids are not, yes, a scholarship. You get a $250,000 worth of education when they're making $78 million annually. But that's a different conversation. So you're, you're, you're starting to upset that, that food chain that powers the NCAA. So what does Rich Paul do? I'm not going to go after. You know, he's got his he's got his players. He's got his AD. He's got Draymond. He's got whoever else. He's, I ben he Simmons. Ben Simmons. He's got these guys. Bro. But he got these guys early. He's got them early. I didn't know. I thought it was a recent move. Nah, he got them early. No, he no, got no. Early. Um, he got Giannis early. Who? Cool. Does he have no, Giannis? No, no, he doesn't Giannis. have Giannis. He yeah, Ben Simmons Giannis. early. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons early. Ben Simmons early. Like, you, you get these guys early? Isn't Giannis, like, a family member also? No, I his brother. I think Giannis is a family member also. No, 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 no. No, his no, brother. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, he has a, a dude that's... With Kawhi's uncle talking you, Kawhi, for him. Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi's <laughs> uncle talking. So, basically, what you're Gangster. doing, what the, what the NCAA was trying to do was, oh, we don't like you sticking your nose in here, brother. We don't want you out here. You can go up to the big show. And play with them. They deal with millions. We don't want you to come in here and upset the upset the landscape. This is why I say. So now we go. We go. We go. Give them the status quo. Yeah, yeah. we gonna change give that these shit players up. a stipend, bro. It's not even that. At the end of the day, there's always gonna be kids that are going to go to college because they do not want to go spend a year in Europe. So, well, we all of this, mind you, you know how it's gonna, it's, gonna be, it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna be all right. Everything is gonna be all right. And yeah. They're not gonna pay. They never gonna pay anybody. You, you know how you know you know how, you know how teams treat you in Europe. They actually pay board and housing. They pay yeah, housing. So transportation. That's everything. that's part of. So I use taxes. They either. give you a crib and they give you a car. Yeah, that's I'll that's use the. I'll that's use that's the. For the streetball kids that come, for the niggas that play streetball in DR, like a baby shack. He goes to DR and gets. Everything paid for, plus he gets his per game. I'll give you an example. I'll use soccer as the perfect analogy to this conversation. And I'm a big soccer fan, so I use Barcelona because that's a team that I watch every morning at Sunday morning at 6.30 in the morning when they play, wherever the hell they play. Whenever you're coming drunk. From Bar- yeah, pretty much. Barcelona has their main squad. We know who that is, right? But what you don't see is the academy built behind the main squad. They have a U23, U23, U20. Youth 16, youth 12. So they go and they find a nine-year-old that shows an ability to play soccer and develop them stage to stage to stage. So by the time the kid hits the U20 and is a monster, he doesn't have to go to U23. He can go right to the big show. If you're good enough, you get skip. You can skip. You can skip. You can skip. Leo Messi is the perfect example. Leo Messi was signed when he was eight. Yeah, as a kid, he was a kid in, Ar- in Argentina playing in a back lot. I didn't know that. He went from U12 to U16 in less than like in a year or something like that. Well, I'll check up the numbers and be sure I got it right. He was in the big show when he was 20. I think this is the kid. And this, how, how tall is he? He's no longer, he's no big, he's 5'8", five, 5'9", five, something like that. He's so what not you're big. saying is that Oscar could have been a soccer player. Is what you're telling me? I don't think Oscar could have been anything in life besides what he is right now. But yes, <laughs> it'd be a scammer though. But yes, yes, I would say yes. 
So, but you see what I'm saying? Like that's what we, what the U.S. doesn't do is that. There's no development to a kid. You have AAU ball, college, the show. I think that AAU ball has been the biggest damage to the college game in the last 20 years. That's just my personal opinion. I can and then, see that. I can and see and that. and you get to college, and now you know, AAU. I'm not making any money. These kids that play soccer, the, the youth division, they get paid. Their families get paid. And they loan, if they loan you out at the age of 16, there was a recent transfer from Barcelona to a club called Hetafe. The transfer loan, the fee? Of 50, right? No, it was, this is a low fee. The fee oh. was $20 million okay. just to loan them. You can keep them for a year and a half so you can play. But when I want them back, I want them back. And you gotta pay me back what you gotta pay me back the twenty that I loaned you for. Can you imagine that like in NBA or any other professional sports that you can lend players? You can lend that players. That's crazy. Why do you think uh, um when Neymar made the move from Barcelona to, to PSG, his loan fee was two hundred and forty two million dollars. Like, yo, he's one of the best. He's one of the best, but they had to pay for that. On top of paying for his contract. So you bring that back to the States. Yeah, you know, you know what you know who Phil and I know that you know whatever happened to Hamas? Hamas was he was like no, he's up a, there he's getting he's playing, like, he's playing in, in Premier. He's playing yeah, in England. But like he was he he's was there piece. like he never took that. He went he went from he went from Real Madrid. He went to Germany to play for I forgot the name of the the squad because it's too complicated. From it's German, it's complicated to pronounce. Yeah. He killed in that team. He killed in the league, and then uh, Manchester yeah. United or Manchester City one or two scooped him back. And he's you know he does that he doesn't hit them as well, but his fee alone nice. is nice. you know he's nice. He's nice. It's, it's like more that. like it's like owning your rights. College technically own your rights. Why? Because they're paying for your scholarship. Yeah. Which at the end of the day, if you wash out, that's all you get. You get an education. Don't get me wrong, but you don't get much. Two hundred thousand so, dollar degree to a seventy million dollar business for the college. Do the math. So what does the, what, what does the NCAA don't like doesn't like somebody like Rich Paul, who isn't a, a certified agent by any means. No, he is word. certified now. He is, but he isn't their typical certified agent. Yeah. Agents don't dip into the college game. It's they don't the go tra- in there. It's not the, the traditional route. Right. He, they, no agent goes into college and goes, "Yo, I got you." No agent does it because they they're not allowed to do so. But he gets him an AAU. Well, no, he gets them overseas. He gets them. He, he, he ain't got to do it. Oh, he gets them. Yeah, he got him a sneaker deal. Who you know besides LeBron is from the top of my head walking into the league with a sneaker deal. Well, I that's mean, what Zion they, already. That, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, Zion, Zion got like with a Jordan. Signature shoe immediately. Yeah, it's it's, it's upsetting. Uh-huh. It's upsetting the dynamic of the wheel. What he is doing with college and what he's going to do with the future NBA because. A lot of the players that he controls will decide direction of a lot of franchises going forward. Is his control or his his insertion advice and advice into under sixteen players? I can't talk to you for four years while you're in college. When you got out, I got you. If I'm gonna work to make sure that when you got out of college, I'm gonna represent you. I'm gonna have the snoo- I'm gonna have the Puma deal in line for you. I'm gonna have the the Pepsi deal waiting for you. I'm going to have to follow him. All you got to do is show out, but I can't talk to you for four years. Or, why don't you go to Australia or Spain or <laughs> Russia paid. and get paid. Get better. Get better. Which is more important. Get paid. 
And when you come back in two years, I'm going to have all that set up for you. You start to weigh the weigh the options. Four-year wait? Well, not a four. A one-year and go. Yeah. Yeah. To a two-year and come back taken care of. Because, you know, you still got to earn that first contract. You coming from Europe, you're taken care of all Struggling day. college student to professional athlete. Matter of fact, pick I, one. I got a better analogy. <laughs> top ramen soup, filet mignon. Which way you want to go? On, Which man. one you want to go? I fuck with top ramen soup, son. I, I do. Come on, I mean, man. These kids are from the hood. See un peso. These kids are from the hood without $2 together, man. You know, yeah, you, 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 you don't present them an option like this. Of course I'm going to take the money and go. Like I said, there's always going to be those kids that don't want to leave their family. Right. That don't feel comfortable going to Europe. That's going to have a problem going over there. And they're going to stay here and they're going to get recruited by Kentucky. By Duke or by... Florida, yeah, yeah. or by whatever, you know, that, that leads into what the, the, the next thing. Because yeah, we have like, a, another agent, or another form another, of an agent. An, another person that owns an agency. So, obviously, what's been ruffling the feathers of a lot of people lately is this Jay-Z, NFL, collab. <laughs> so, let me just say it out there. I'm a big Jigga fan. I think big we Jay-Z all are. fan. I think we, we all are. are. We all are. I'm a big Jay-Z fan. Um... And I try to look at this from Eric Reed's eyes and from Kenny Stills' eyes. And now, again, this is not me saying that we go against the kneeling. I think the kneeling portion of it was the importance and the basis to that to bring up the social injustice to the police brutality and everything. Now, my mindset is the same as all the Jay-Z supporters. What next? I think his comment was, was very clear. It was, it, it, the way he said it wasn't as good as you would want it to hear. Should have used better words. Yeah. You know Should have used better words. You know who yes. had a better analogy? Irv Gotti. Today. He did the Angie Martinez show. I think it was today or yesterday. I can't remember what day it was. And I think TMZ misquoted something he said and he went back and he clarified he goes yo if i want anyone at the table if i trust anyone to be at the table first of all we need to get to the table we can't you know we can do all this from the outside but we can't make any change unless we're not sitting at the table you can't make changes from the outside you can't sure. man, you're, you're a jump shooter you're gonna miss six out of ten shots you take the only person he literally said the only person who i trust to make to get to the table is him. Now that he's at the table, we got to give him time to see what he does. We just can't jump. Just so can't rush the judgment. This is what I understand. So um, there's still things going around where he said he spoke to Cap. Uh, Cap's girlfriend, Nessa from Hot 97, said he never spoke to him. Which she's become the spokesperson. I, I'm Today I realized that I'm tired of her speaking for him. Today I realized. You want him to talk. You want him to find and say to something. Hear her Mar- anymore Mar- talking about Marcellus Wiley. I was watching. Um, Indian, I was sorry. watching their show earlier. I forgot the name of it, but Marcellus Wiley was going off on him. He was going off like, you know, you're a kid from Wisconsin going to LA. Um, you're you're coming from a diverse home, which is white and black, and isn't he adopted? This is not? this is nothing. Not saying that we don't accept it, but you know, then your girlfriend comes in. You know, they haven't even backed, you know, the um, Black Lives Matter movement, things right. of that nature. So this is my two cents into it, 
and I had a conversation with my boy one on Instagram about this. You didn't have a conversation. You had a full blown argument. Full, it wasn't an argument. It was a debate. <laughs> it was a honest. text argument. It was <laughs> a debate. So, one thing that I say when it comes to that is, is like, okay, kneeling obviously brought the conversation to the table. It made people think and really understand what that topic is. But now people are saying that this is a money move, that the only reason he did it is because he was, you know, he's a capitalist and he's looking for money and he's thinking about his money. What businessman doesn't go into a multi-billion dollar business and is looking to profit out of it? Now, this is where I get into a little... And so one thing that I asked him, I said, let me ask you a question. If this wasn't Jay-Z, if this was... Jermaine Dupree, for say. Eminem. Okay. If Eminem was to say, hey, I'm going to, I'm doing a collab with the NFL to bring social injustice more. I want to be in charge of the Super Bowl halftime shows and the commercials. And what the halftime shows? Because right now, if I'm correct, the NFL doesn't pay for. They don't. No, they don't pay. Like twenty five thousand. They don't pay, or if they do, something. You know what I'm saying? So what Jay, from everything that I read, what Jay's trying to do is he's trying to basically use those funds into more social injustice. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like not the vision, but like more publicity, right? For it. So another question I had is. Where was all this controversy when Diddy wanted to buy the Panthers last year? And he didn't. He didn't get a chance to. Why didn't he get a chance to? Because the board of the board of electors in the NFL turned around and said, "We don't want you as an owner." And they chose yeah. somebody else. And they chose now, somebody else. They chose, there was there was no last last name is Khan. He's the owner of the, the Jaguars. Now. Oh, I forget his first name. He's a Indian billionaire. They own the Jaguars now. It's not, not the. It was the Panthers. The Panthers. They don't know. It, it was a Panthers. He wanted to buy. It was a Panthers. He wanted to purchase the. Whoever Panthers. the owner of the Jaguars is right now, also owns the Panthers. No, 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 no. no. You they voted him in before they, they they went to the Panthers. Oh, so he got a cosign. Right, there's a cosign there, which is cool. It, it's cool with that. I'm cool with getting a cosign from another owner. What has the, what what business that I mean, Diddy does own businesses, and we've seen him take businesses businesses to a, to the next so level. Exactly. But this is a different kind of beast. And there you go. Which is the. Goes back to the comment that Irv made. It's not. It's. I need. It, someone's got to get to the table. If this is how he gets to the table, give him time. Give him time to marry. Give him time because the man. Jordan didn't. Jordan was a full blown owner until immediately. And who he bought it from? Bob Johnson, who owns BET. That's how he bought the Bobcats from him. We need somebody in there to make. Someone's a, yeah. How we many? Need somebody to open the door for. I got a better question. And leave it open. I got a better question. For for the, the the conspiracy theorists in the world, how many minority owners are in the NFL right now? With the None. exception of the one I just mentioned for the Jacksonville Jaguars, none. And when we mean minority, we mean African American, black, uh, Hispanic, Latino, or even well, not the Indian because I mentioned him. How? Like none. All we've been griping is we don't get opportunities. We don't get opportunities. Well, somebody from our community. And when I mean ours, I mean all of ours, black, Spanish, whatever. Someone from our community figured a way to get on the table. The thing is, and look at the subject that he picked. 
which is the subject that kills us almost every day if you, if you step left or right of a bad decision. And we're going to kill him for this? We're going to question his moves. Everything he's done from the moment he left his project to the moment he's got to this point in time, we've not questioned one move. Not one negative move. Except making them just that one bad album that he made. But, you know, we'll forgive him for that. But now he gets here, and now we go to question it? Thank you with the blonde hair. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I got a better question. Why doesn't anyone say anything about Cap taking the settlement that he didn't have to take? And my thing with that settlement is he wasn't even fighting for a job. He got paid, my boy. He got paid his contract. He got paid... So what I, that he had to split. So what I heard was he was still under contract while he was protesting. While he and then he then he vetoed out. So it's not like they kicked him out. No, he elected to get out. He elected to get out of that contract. Yeah. So now he, he signed the NDA when it came to the settlement with whoever knows what the NDA is. I said non-disclosure non, agreement. Non-disclosure agreement. So you can't talk about how much you got paid. You can't talk about whatever the clause is in that NDA. You can't talk about it. You can keep, you know, supporting what you're supporting, which, why, again, we, we support it, too, but it's like, what now? That's why Eric Reed is so salty, because he didn't take the NDA. He didn't no, take the no, settlement. He took, no, he was part of it. He, not whatever cop took. I don't know what, again, he was part of that no, settlement. He got, yeah, he got big. He was, he he was, was part of that definitely. But my thing is, you're protesting all of this, but you're still collecting a check from the same owners you're protesting. You're still playing. Too. No, you're playing. You're playing. You're in the league. You're if, back in the if, league. If Cap is on point, why don't you say, you know what? No. I I'm not going to take a contract until my man gets paid. I agree. And understandable. Oh, he got a family to feed. He's young. He's 25. Granted. But then don't say the words that you said when you're, you're kneeling and we're seeing you kneel and we know why you're kneeling. But now what? Where are you taking this kneeling to? Because in my eyes... Look how they switched the it's conversation. It's gotten worse. Look how they switched the conversation. Yo, that, I swear to God, that's what I was going to get to. I if feel anything, like it's gotten worse. The awareness that everybody keeps talking about that Cat is bringing mm-hmm. has made it worse. He hasn't even... He, he doesn't speak up on anything anymore. Has his girl speak for him. And I don't see no action. I don't see no changes. I don't see no progression from the needing. So when he says... We passed the kneeling. It's like, yo, we should be getting past. Right. We should be getting how past long this kneeling. How long can we continue? How long do, do we this? stay here? How long do we continue to, to kneel? kneel? How long do we, we kneel until something and happens? And then what? Right. Now right. my thing is again when when Diddy was up there trying to purchase a team, everybody's like, oh, we need Diddy to get it. We don't have no minority owners. The the stories are that Jay Z wants to become an owner of a team, and that was part of his deal. Why not get to that point? Why not to get to a point where you're saying, oh, we got a minority owner now, somebody that's in the room when in the they room, close those doors. In the room and at the table. And is making the decisions to bring up more people of his kind. We were having this conversation a few weeks back. I'm not sure if you guys recall. We were talking about the NBA going back and forth about the future CPA. And I think I posted something about Jordan's comments or his anger about certain things that they were changing. Like, you don't have that conversation with owners if you're not an owner. The only way way you can affect change is from the inside. And we should move on with this last saying, with this. Cat 
has been fighting from the outside and we haven't seen any difference. Let this man who hasn't let any of us down, hasn't let the culture down ever, let that give that man a chance. Give him some time, just like we gave Cap time <coughs> with this nigga two what has it been? Two, three years that he's been doing this? I haven't seen anything. Now let's give somebody else a chance with a different perspective and a different way. Let's right. just give him time and gotta give, yeah. let's we see got, what come on, man. You gotta give him time. We gotta, you gotta give him time. time. That's eventually my my saying, and we'll see where it goes from. You you look at the people who disagree, but we gotta give them time. You can't you can't judge time. you can't judge we can't see. He hasn't let me down, and after hearing murder for you put it like this: anybody listening to this that's critical to Jay, of Jay, because I know I was critical of Jay early on when I first heard this. Half critical. I was I was back and forth with it. I was back and forth with it, but after listening to murder. Hey, murder for excellence. It makes sense, right? They never, they that never man has you. never let any of us. Didn't I refer that track to you? Yes, you did. There you go. Segwaying into football, guys. Football's around the corner. If I'm correct, there is what's today? Wednesday. There is 15, 15 days left for the beginning of the NFL 100th season. So that's 13 days for our. Our draft fantasy, yeah, which I think we have we might have to change the date and the time because one guy is having move problems. it forward or move it back, move it forward. Well, as long as it's not September 5th, which is the first day of the NFL, no, season, it can't be like it's gotta just, be before yeah, Thursday. What day is it though? Like, what day is it now? Currently, right now, is on September 3rd. I know the yeah. 3rd, that is a Tuesday. Tuesday, so I'm thinking, you what day? That's just the I don't care about what the we could do the Wednesday before, we could do the weekend before. Again, this I was Labor thinking day the weekend. Sunday before because I know we're gonna we're so all that Sunday, that Sunday has before. to be early then, be it has to be an early Sunday because I know we're all gonna be pretty messed up from the black party the day after. It has to, yeah, oh, it has nah, to be early, yeah. Nah, we could do it the Wednesday, or we could do it the Wednesday. Wednesday is even cool. We'll bring it up, we'll bring it up, and when we do, we'll let y'all know we are gonna have a fantasy. Football podcast to grade our own teams according to the NFL's grades that we bring. We think I'm gonna bring a special guest that day. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna segue into football. I think you know going into week three, what they call the dress rehearsal of the N- of the NFL, which is where you know majority of your first stringers are playing the majority of the game, typically first half, typically the, the first three quarters. To see where's it going. And I say, you know what, guys? Why don't we do our Super Bowl predictions? Why don't we do our division prediction winners and and see where our minds are before we start this? Okay. So, <clears throat> Phil was um, great enough to let us, or to give us the info with last year's playoffs. Um, and whoever doesn't know, obviously, the New England Patriots, once again, won the Super Bowl. I believe that's their sixth Super Bowl. Unfortunately. Yeah, so uh, whoever doesn't remember the the seedings and everything, I'm going to just quickly give you a breakdown as far as the AFC 1 through 6. We had K, uh, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Texans, Chargers in 4, Ravens 5, Colts 6. In the NFC, we had New Orleans, New Orleans at 1, Rams at 2, Bears 3, the Dallas Cowboys 4, Seattle 5, Philly 6. So... Division winners are there. Um, ultimately, it got to the point where the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. And um, I, I did some research today. I had some time, and I did some research. So I want to start this with the AFC, guys. Okay. 
There's only one AFC. So I don't I don't need the bell till the next player. Or I don't need the bell till the next time. Freon is the only AFC person here that has a favorite team in the AFC, which is a Colts fan. I mean, uh, Phil, uh, the diehard <clears throat> New York football Giants fan. I mean, respect the colors, brother. Goodness gracious, that's disgusting. And of course, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys here. So. We're going to go over in the AFC. You like how you just so, gloss over that, right? I, I went really quickly, so don't press that button. So, as far as the AFC, um, I've made my predictions. Now, I'm a person that goes, like, really knee-deep when it comes to football, Pauls, um, because football is my favorite sport. I played football for, like, about 10 years. Shout out to the, you know, New York State Broncos. Um, played corner safety. But I'm a really big, firm lover of football. So, I I go and say I crunch numbers. I look at things. I went to the point of looking at, uh, you know, uh, strength of schedule, and this had a lot to do with how I picked my winners and who's coming out of the AFC. So I'll start it. Um, my number one overall team would be the New England Patriots. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, reason. It's not what you're saying. It's because of Tom Brady. It's not. You guys know the defending Super Bowl champions have the second easiest schedule in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Second easiest. It's, and you, and it's a coincidence. Mind you. Well, no. They, yeah. they, the, way, the way you go for it, you get a, if I'm correct, depending on the playoff teams and the winners, you draw what they call a first place uh, schedule. Despite them getting a first-place schedule, they still have the second-easiest schedule in the NFL, which is crazy to me. Cause That's why he's playing again. It's it's unbelievable. That's why he's playing again another mm-hmm. season. This is why he continues to play. And his avocado ice cream. <laughs> um, wow, this is the first time I heard that. You ever heard of avocado? Oh, he my. eats avocado ice cream. Yo, he has avocado ice cream. I sent a picture today, go, go and I, look like, at that. I hate avocado. Go, go, <laughs> like, crazy. You got to put avocado on the chopped cheese, man. Shout out to Vic putting me on. I put avocado on everything now. Nah. So, number one in the AFC, I got the Pats. Anybody agreeing with me there? Like, y'all, y'all think that? I, I, I'm, I'm, right now, we're not even. Keep, 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 okay. keep going. So, number keep two, going. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... The Chiefs' strength of schedule is actually six hardest in the NFL. Despite it being six hardest, that you team... You want to go by division. You want to go by division? Yeah, just do it by division and then pick an order. And okay. then go further from there. So, so you I got have, New England from the east. AFC from the east. east. You got New England. Yeah. North, who you got? I have the Cleveland Browns. Winning the division. Winning the division. That's a hot take. That's a definitely a hot take. Everybody is... I'm one of those that is really big on this team. They're loaded on both sides of the ball, guys. They got two prime receivers. They got an up-and-coming great tight end. And after week eight, when they get Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb back there, what are you going to stop, bro? I understand this. You know, you can only have one football. You can't have too many Chiefs in the village. But this team is stacked. It's stacked. Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon, they're stacked on that defense, guys. Denzel Ward. Like, the things that that team can do is is major. Now, granted, one thing that a lot of people say, Baker Mayfield only won one game outside of Ohio. Ah, yeah, yeah. Last year. 
he went 0-5 against teams with a 500 or better record. He's not proven yet, but it's good. Cause he, I mean, he's all right. Not good. He's all right. He got it's time. something that it's. It, I think he's going to take a step forward. That kid is so Damn, accurate. To win the division, though, is, is I a think pretty, they'll come out of that league. division. All right. It's a pretty big leap. He won seven games. You're saying that he's going to end the division. El que ganó the division won with 10 games. You're saying he's going to win three more games. That's not that I much think, of a difference. I, I think, think that team is a reasonable. Games. I think that team can win three games. Um, strength of schedule. The Browns have the 23rd hardest. So nine teams have a easier schedule than them. So that says a lot into it as well. And again, who are you going to double team? You're going to double team... No, it's OBJ ugly. and then it's Jarvis. Then Jarvis, even Joe Cooley, it's Chubb. Ugly. It's ugly. 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 I got um, I got the Steelers. Man. You got the Steelers coming out? I got the Steelers up? coming out. I got the Steelers coming out. I feel like they got the most pressure. Ben got the most pressure. Now, you've been back. You've been back talking the best NFL receiver and the, the best receiver in the NFL. Now it's your time to show out. And Juju got even more pressure because yeah. now you you feel me? Now you the number one receiver. Yeah, this yeah. is what you wanted? Oh, now it's your time. Now, now, your now time. you got to show the world. Yeah. You lost Le'Veon You have to show too. the world. And you lost Le'Veon I mean, J- Connor is, is good. Connor, Connor is good. good. And, and, you know, good so let's not... What's the tennis thing? Jesse... Jesse yeah, James? he's good. Like, you understand? No, they got, got, got good receivers, too. McDonald right now is, like, their number one tight end in the depth chart from everything that I've read. But they put two on the field, no? Yeah, they like to bring so, that two tight end set. Yo, they there. Yeah. I, like, the I, like, I like my Steelers. I like my Steelers. They're not my Steelers. Hmm. But I do like the Steelers coming out the north. Phil. I... Coming out the north, we do AFC East and AFC North. Well, AFC East, who do you have? Oh, yeah. Of course, it's, it's, New England, number one. So there's not even no reason to um, even talk about yeah, that. That's right. Miami, AFC. number two. I got the Jets at three. No, no, no. Who you got in the AFC? Oh, the AFC? North. Oh, the AFC North? Yeah, who you got coming out of that? See, this is where I'm a little torn. Because <laughs> I have I have the Steelers coming out the north. I do have the Steelers coming out the north. But I think this this division. I, I want to come back to that division. I think this is going to be one of the tighter divisions all year. That might be it a is. division that might get it is three playoffs yeah, probably. Or the or the next division, That's AFC South. That's a good question. In no. the AFC South, I have um, I have Freon's Colts coming out one. I do too. I have them, <laughs> but the reason I have the Colts is a couple things. Andrew Luck has to show me he's healthy. If this high ankle sprain is something that's lingering, uh, there was a report today he's not practicing all week. No, he was practicing the other day. Well, there was a report today saying Andrew Luck will not practice all week. So that that shows me something. I just yeah, think more precautions. precautions. I don't think he's. I don't think that's like. I don't think the injuries. It, I hope. Yeah, not saying, let me just say not thinking. I hope. That is not as serious as they report. So who do you have from the West? There's, 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 we haven't got... We haven't got, got well, the, haven't. just to really quickly go back, the Colts have the seventh hardest schedule in the NFL. This is a division that's loaded on defense, guys. Mm-hmm. So that's... Loaded. Okay. Okay. We're not telling you you're talking about the Texans with J.J. Watt. You're talking about... No clowny, though. It depends what happens. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? With, with Jalen Ramsey and uh, Calais Campbell. 
Don't sleep on Tennessee. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel is a defensive coach, and he knows how to really work around that. So, so you saw him giving very a smoke to Brady the other day. Too, defensive right? thing, but I like the coach coming out of that with a healthy Andrew Luck. You know why I like the coach coming out of the out of the out of the South? They have the best O line, by the way. Besides that, Houston gets a harder schedule this year. Houston got fat last year on a soft schedule. Think no. about it. Think about it. Yeah. Houston got fat last year. Not saying that the guys on the team they have can't a, ball. They can ball. They have a four-party schedule. Houston got fat last year on a soft schedule. Now they got a tougher schedule this year. If now, you can come out and show me you can do 11-6 on a tougher schedule. They have probably the worst O-line in the NFL. Because uh, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Watson got sacked, I think it was 62 times last year. They have half of their road games are against playoff teams. Yeah. That's what happens when you when you win the division and you go to the playoffs. So you get those hard. And again, they have the fourth hardest. So that's where I got um, the Colts winning. And then going into the AFC West, uh, is it a clear-cut favorite with, with uh, Kansas City? I got I got Kansas City also coming out of it. I one A and one B. Because you know, you know. But I got KC coming out though. I big got reason Philip Rivers coming the out. The big of reason I don't yeah, have the Chargers is because of Melvin Gordon. That's why I say one A one B. Melvin Gordon makes a difference. Yes, they went three and zero without him last year. But when you know that you don't have to worry about a person like Melvin Gordon in that backfield. You can blitz Philip Rivers, and we all know that man is not agile. He's not moving. <laughs> what do you mean agile? He's not moving. All right. So, just to go over it, my AFC one through four. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you one through four, and the last two are wild cards. The wild cards. So I got the Pats one, Chiefs two, Colts three, Browns four, in that order. I got New England. Um. Gotta have Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. Steelers, Colts. All right, this is where I'm, I'm a little torn. I have New England. I have KC coming out one. They have, do New England and uh, Kansas City do play this year. Right. New England, uh, Kansas so have, City I goes have, up to to Foxborough. I have KC coming out one. New England coming out two. Indy coming out three. Here's the shocker for you guys. But you got to go Steelers because you you put the Steelers at four. I, I do have them at four, but if I that's just, your division winner, then they have to take the fourth. I just don't. This is where I, I'm I'm a little torn when I say that that division is so hard because for whatever reason, I see Tennessee in the playoffs and not Pittsburgh. But no, but that's the thing. That's yeah, going into saying, the wild card. Right, right. But remember, the first four seeds go into so I'll give it. The I'll, division I'll give it to Pittsburgh now for the first four. So the first four, you got Pat. No, you got KC, New England, Colts, Colts, Steelers. Steelers. And one of your wild cards is Tennessee. Now, your wild card. Now, let's go into wild card. So, and, yeah, go ahead. My fifth team in the wild card is Baltimore. I read a stat today. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, Ben Roethlisberger. Lamar Jackson had better rookie numbers than all of them. Bro, I I I had to double take yeah, it. Man, Again, kid, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, 
Ben Roethlisberger. What's the stat? He got the best rookie numbers. Yeah, overall, like best better rookie numbers than them, bro. Which is is major. It's like when you saw it, I was like, wait, what? He took over what? He took over what game? Exactly. Like, oh, I think it was week ben. four. Better than Ben's rookie numbers. Because Ben, that's what I would say. Ben's rookie number was it's, yeah. Uh-huh. Ben Ben was flinging it. Uh huh. He was flinging it. And he had, he had vets on that squad when he was flinging it. That's why he's, he's, been, spoiled, he's been spoiled his whole career. Yeah, yeah he has been. He, he's always been the number three, four guy on the team. It was Lamar, what Lamar Jackson done in that small period. I, just, I don't know. I think you, I need Better more. Better overall number. Yo, Peyton Manning was one of them, by the way. He was better than that. So I need more, bro. He had... um. Six TDs passing, three TDs, that's three why, intos, that's why we know that 1,201 yards with um, 84.5 rating. You know why those numbers are skewed? That's why I asked you. When did he take over in the season? You said game four, right? If I'm correct, it was. Peyton started game one. 16 games. Peyton started game one. Eli took over by week six or week eight. Who was the other guys you mentioned? Like the guy Drew the other, Brees. Drew Tom Brady, Drew stepped in. Drew stepped in for someone hurt, like in they week three. Did. All these guys that we, all these he, guys he that actually came to? in week nine. He went six and one, fifty-eight point two completion it, the rate. The numbers skewed because he came in so late in the season compared to Peyton. Again, Peyton started the year. Yeah, he's not I think throwing Peyton, the ball as much think, as any of those. That's Peyton another thing. I think Peyton, Peyton owns the the John, record for the most intos in the rookie. John season. Harbaugh basically controlled that offense by. Somewhat minimizing the amount of throws that Lamar Jackson has. Not saying that you can't throw the ball. I'm just saying he just wants to make sure that when he throws the ball, he knows where the ball is going. It's a one route read. He That's where you're going. The way he plays, he's not doing that Bro. for 16 games. He right. Drops bombs. Yeah, I like I'm not saying he's not seen this. Heisman winner. I'm not saying. He, listen, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying Harbaugh's offense controls when and how you throw the ball. He loves to run the ball. And the reason I got them as a wild card is obviously, you know, getting Earl Thomas, uh, Mark Ingram in the backfield as right. well. So it's going to make a big difference. So that's my number five seed. Okay. My number six seed, this is where my toss-up goes. So my six seed is between two teams. Team one, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, no Melvin Gordon. But I think that they can do enough damage outside. They have the 17th hardest schedule. So they're right in the middle. Um, they're going to be playing teams like uh, Oakland and Denver, you know, four times. So that makes a big difference there. They can easily go 3-1, and 4-0 against as division teams. And that's technically a quarter of, your, a quarter of your, your record. Right. Now, my second team. I think it's going to take a huge leap this year. The New York Jets. Well, that's it. My man. Hold on. Wait. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. You're saying that the Jets are going to go from a 4-12 and team last year they can go to a 10-6, 9-17? Nine, nine that the is a swing of bro, that's, a, that's a swing of eight games, Ham. Bro. That's beast. Hot take. That's two hot takes. That's two hot takes. The Jets have the 29th Hardest schedule, which is the third easiest. Excuse me, fourth. That's Bro, a swing of the Listen, listen. Greg Williams is their defensive coach. And now, if you know who Greg Williams is, yeah, yeah, yeah. this man is. 
blitz. Um, they just lost a linebacker well. today, uh, two days ago. They lost their, their inside linebacker. They signed C.J. Mosley. They still got Jamal Adams back there. Bro, uh, that's a Le'Veon, Jamison Crowder, Quincy Numa, Robbie Anderson. They've gotten their um, they uh, they got their their O line better. Mm-hmm. Their D line is still up to par. Okay, Leonard Williams, Quentin Williams. I think it's Leonard Williams. Quentin Williams and, and yeah, Quentin Williams. Bro, this team with that strength of schedule. Could make noise. Okay. If Sam Darnold has that great sophomore season where he's taking care of the ball, this team could easily sneak into a playoff seed. Now, I did see other teams there. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I did not put the Pittsburgh Steelers in my my six uh, teams going to the playoffs. Bro, do you know? They start at New England. Who, who, Pittsburgh. In New England? In New England, okay. Sunday night. Okay. Pittsburgh plays seven games against playoff teams. I, I, they do every year, though. Bro. They do every just, year. Yeah, it feels like they got a tough schedule every year. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the division like is anyone, hard, anyone, but it's like anyone who plays, Anyone who plays in the AFC North, I feel... Has a tough schedule. Has a tough scheduling made out for them so any year. What you're saying is this is the toughest division in all NFL. I believe oh. so. I believe so because I'm looking at it right now. Bro, that NFC North. We'll get into that. But just yeah, look but, at the but North. I'm looking bro. at the North right now, and and I think look that at that NFC North. Bro. There's. But we'll get into that. There's a, there's yeah, something. The NFC even, South is pretty. No, tough. excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Not the North, the South. NFC South. No, but what? We'll, no. No, oh, I don't see it. I don't think it's that strong. To be honest with you. I don't think it's that strong. We'll get into that. I we'll, think the North, the NFC North is stronger than the South. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. The um, AFC North and the AFC South, for that matter. But mm-hmm. the only thing that has me flip-flopped between the Ravens and Pittsburgh is the Ravens have some really hard games on their schedule. Let me just, they play five playoff teams. <laughs> That's first and foremost. That wasn't a line. That wasn't a line. <laughs> uh, Tito sick. He wasn't sniffing. We're a drug-free zone. Ravens got the 20th. Don't, hard- speak, don't speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens got the 20th hardest schedule, but these are the teams that they play, the five playoff teams. They play the Rams, Patriots, Texans, Seahawks, and they play Kansas City in Arrowhead. So that's what gets me a little bit, but they are a grind Ground and pound, grind it out team. They play in cold weather, so I think that could be a competitive game. And I believe they beat them last year. Mm-hmm. I believe Baltimore beat Kansas City or was it San Diego? I gotta look it up. San Diego. Los Angeles, one or two. But that's, that's my toss up Ravens and Pittsburgh, and I really think that the Jets can make a leap this year. I, um, you go, T. You go, fam. So I got. Obviously, my first four was KC and New England. KC pick Colts. I got Houston making the wild card. Making the wild card, and I got the Browns finishing up. So no Ravens, no Chargers, no Ravens. I don't believe in that that kid, that quarterback. 
And no I don't believe in both of those quarterbacks. <laughs> you, to be honest, you definitely don't believe in Philip Rivers. Yeah, it's not hate. It's just that I just don't see this man getting better. He doesn't get better. He, y'all talk about LeBron padding stats. That man, nobody pats stats like better he than does? Philip Rivers or more than Philip Rivers. <laughs> One okay, he does name. not do anything. But those numbers person, are there. But it was um. It was because he was always playing from behind. Blake Bortles' stats was always up there because okay. he was playing from behind. All right, Phil. You saw how quick I got with the, I got yeah, with the bell, right? right? Phil. All right, so, you know, my number one's KC. Number two is New England. Number three is Indy. Number four is Pittsburgh. Number five for me is San, uh, the, the, Chargers. the Chargers. The Chargers. I just think that that defense, defensively, they'll they keep them in game. They they'll find, they're going to find, way, they're gonna find ways to win this game outside of not having Melvin Gordon. They lost Darwin James. They yes, did they lose Darwin Wayne, but, but that front lost. seven, that front seven is strong. And if you've seen, if you or if you watch as much football as we all watch football, seven can distract eleven easily. Yeah. My six overall pick, like the wild card that I got coming in right now, hot take, hot take, Tennessee. Tennessee. I just like, I like Mike Vrabel's. Vrabel. I hate you. I like his I like his approach and the sheer fact that he has two running backs, Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis, that he can just plug all game. And oddly enough, I believe in Marcus Mariota more than I believe in Lamar Jackson. Fucking fantasy last year, two years ago, (laughs) and Deion Lewis lost me a fucking playoff spot in my fantasy because he let Derrick Henry. Eat wide. That to me where so it is. I don't believe. And you know what? Marcus Mariota is injury prone. Yeah. He's on a contract year. I ain't believing that kid from the He's beginning. on a contract I year. I so do. I don't I don't I don't really believe it. I think Tennessee I think Tennessee has a as an entire squad. Yeah. I think they will Do you guys want to mention who's coming out of the AFC now or you guys want to leave it after the NFC tour? Wait, before we get into that, I want to see if you guys can pick two teams. That are gonna make the playoffs from that from the AFC in any of those divisions. What division is it, and what two teams is? It? Okay, I mean that's easy because I'm sure that you guys. No, we just mentioned that we just mentioned the six. So for me, mean, for like, me, so, for so me, the it's teams a, that are ooh, not making it. I apologize. Minute, so the, the teams to me that are not making it are the Texans from last year. From last year's right? Yeah. Well, the only team that I don't have making it is the Texans, unless. The Chargers get bumped by the Jets. Those are the two teams that I have out. Yeah. And the two teams that I have in are the Browns and the Jets if it goes that way. I only have one coming out, which is is, is Baltimore. You don't yeah, you feel I like Baltimore, Baltimore coming out. I so have you, Baltimore you, you coming out. I, Baltimore la- I only have one, yeah. From yeah I, last think like I think we're getting two, right? I, yeah, think yeah, both I, only, I only believe, I think that the wild card run in the AFC North, in the AFC in general, is going to be a t- that's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, I can't wait because it's, there are a lot of teams. That's including the Browns, including the Texans, including it's gonna be you. Don't it's have the Browns going. I don't have the Browns going. Me I, and T got the Browns. Yes. You know why? You know why I think yes. the Browns are going to end up? They were seven and eight last year. You know what the Browns are going to end up this year? Eight and seven. Nine and seven, but outside of the playoffs. Just there. Just like, there. Fighting for the fighting spot. for it. Yeah. they're loaded. They're I got too loaded. I got my, my number six. So. They're too loaded. So y'all want to say y'all NF- AFC champions now? Y'all want to leave it? Now nah, leave it for to mid season because you know we'll, we'll have season. 
We'll see what's going on, and we'll and trust me, we'll be more like involved. Like a trade is, deadline, like a trade deadline, trade deadline, right? So we're all, so we're not going Super Bowl predictions. No, not yet. But man, we just division. We barely got. We, they're barely down to to sixty guys on the roster yet. Okay, okay. Right. We right. can't even jump on that. Right I don't now. even know. I don't, I don't even know. know who's gonna be on the team. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't go that far because I was gonna go straight off the dome and just let. Nah, it flip. I just. Nah, I, nah, I nah, think. Right. I think by the time we get to the trade deadline, we're all gonna be pretty invested in our seasons anyway. And we keeping these papers and we keeping all of this. Yeah, oh, I have to say, I have to say, yeah. I have all this saved. Don't nice. worry about it. Nice. So now we go into the NFC. NFC. Nah. You want me to start here? You, know, you can start that. Let me start this one. You can start that. I have. Who's coming out of the NFC South? New Orleans, hands down. I got. I got. <laughs> that's easy. I got Is New that Orleans. everybody's number one overall? Yeah. yeah. That's my number so one. That's 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 so that's number, we're clear yeah, cut. That's my number one overall. Yeah, clear cut number one. Coming out, number okay. One. From the north? NFC North. I believe in Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, a lot of people don't believe in that kid. I like him a lot. I loved him last I like year. I him a lot. I loved him. The six games that I, I won like in our league last year were solely based on Mitchell Trubisky flinging it. I think they're the number two seed coming out of the Number them. two seed. They're for me number two. Oh, they're not my number two. See, no, they're, they're number one. My number one coming out of the division. Okay, but if I had to so go back, we So let's. I'm sorry for for reiterating so much. Let's go division winners. Okay, then we'll go right. to so seeding. Out of the north, the Bears. I got the Bears as well. And we so Bears, uh, Bears Saints. Bears Saints. South. All right. Uh-huh. So I, now NFC West. The West. It's so obvious. That's I right. think we're going that's obvious a, there I too. The Rams. Yeah, right. have From the East. You know I'll be on my spicy time, so I got the Eagles. Wow. I really do got <laughs> the Eagles. I don't know why you're saying wow, because you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I really do got the Eagles. Yeah. Yo, at the end of the day, I feel like everything that's happening right now is going to come at the expense of them winning games. Yeah. I don't care how you put it, and you have to feel some way about it. Yo, Kifaka came out on ESPN, and he was talking about how when he held out, it affected the entirety of the of the season as a running back. I forgot who was it, man. He, uh, damn, man. I, whatever. The point is that I feel like, yo, this drama should have been resolved. Yeah, been resolved, yep. man, for everybody, not only Zeke. And like I said, it's gonna go. It's gonna come at the expenses of winning. So I. I still got them making the playoffs. I just don't got them winning the division. Phil? I don't think you have enough alcohol in the room to get me to say this right now. But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, this is 1A, 1B for me. But no, division win. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm just trying to figure out what's the name of this church that can go to and confess my sins once I say this shit. Um, I actually got the Cowboys winning the division. But it's a 1A, 1B conversation. It's a 1A, 1B conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after what I've seen Jerry do the last 72 hours. Yeah, he, he's messing up that team. Eh, no, he's not messing it up. He's just making a very clear statement to the guys who are expecting to get paid. I'm I, going to pay a, you. That was a direct shot to Dak. Bro. That was a direct shot to all three of them. No, no, no. 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 The guys and that I, are in camp. To the, guy, to the guys that are in camp. I'll explain it to you. The guys that are in camp, you're getting paid. The guy who's here, who's, in, who's up in two years, is getting paid. You're going to get paid. But we, like I said last week, it's got to be fiscally responsible so we can compete for many years. And the guy who isn't here, who's probably in Cabo St. Lucas, 
or Tulum, Mexico, wherever the fuck he finds himself right now, you ain't here. And I just pay the kid. Which was a team friendly deal. Which was a team, but it's all, it's, it has to be team friendly. Great team. But if, 66 if, million, if, 35 if guaranteed, I think it was four years, which equates to. Just 65 guaranteed? 66. 65. 35 and 35 guaranteed. guaranteed which great. equates to less than 10 mil a year. Mm-hmm. At a cap of 188. Contract. Um. And I and said, great for the player. It is. Man. He it's deserves it. He's earned it, bro. After what he, what happened was to that man, he deserves it. He deserves Notre it. Dame, they talk about that. He, he might not even man, be he, able he, to. He tore the MCL and ACL. Yeah, he tore the MCA, the LCL, the PCL. He has something called drop foot. It means that he had to learn how to walk on his foot again. Like that man destroyed his leg. And to be paid like this, blessings. What I said, A and B, because it's solely based on what happens with your running back going forward. If he is not there by week four, he's coming. It's a wrap. And then my B takes the takes the 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 A slot, which would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Now, obviously, everybody knows I'm going to pick my Cowboys to win the division. All right. Now, this is solely on two things. I think all this drama is going to bring everybody together, believe it or not. Saying what you said, Tito, that it messed up it's everybody's season is what I hope. Okay. But through your through your cowboy glasses. Yeah. And I'm and and through my cowboy glasses. And at some point I will actually take them off. Now the reason is it's good and bad. The reason being is this. If you notice our schedule, we have the way we end the season is going to be very difficult. We go week twelve. We go to New England. The Rams come week fifteen, and if I'm correct, we have play week fourteen at Chicago, which mm-hmm. is going to be brick ass. Mm-hmm. Now, our schedule in the beginning we're front loaded with great games, winnable games, despite two of them, which is a toss up. Which we play the Saints and we play the Packers. If I'm correct. Okay. Now. First three games, easy wins. Uh, Miami, the Giants, the Redskins. Easy, winnable right. games. I'm a, okay. Winnable games. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, we play y'all week one every year for the last three, four years, with the exception of last year when we played week two. You're not playing this week one this way. Yes, we're playing y'all week one. Y'all yeah, but not out. this way. Y'all niggas. How you're currently, how you're currently Bro, set up right y'all now? Get involved. You're checking your account. Is it matching your savings you wanna, account? How that's the setup right now? Let's play. Let's place a bet on the on the podcast right now. Which one? Wager time. Fifty dollars. You know, bottle. 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 I'll drink tequila, but not Patron. And Don Julio. I need a fifty dollar. Uh, 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 yeah, Don Julio. Añejo. Mm. Granted, shake. Y'all heard it here first. Somebody's getting drunk that day. <laughs> Eventually, we're gonna drink it regardless. Yeah, that's a fact. But Someone's just understand, it's gonna feel better not coming out of my pockets. Yeah, I that's, that's a fact. Pay this bottle. I'm just saying the way so the, the, I got the way your the, bank account is set up right now. I have <laughs> checking my cowboys don't add up. coming out of the east because I'm gonna give y'all a stack. How many years has Dak Prescott been in the league? This fourth year now? This will be his fourth year. Do you know what is Dak Prescott's record in the NFC East? 
It's some godly, ungodly number. Ten and two. That's I understood. Okay. It's like me asking you what's um, um, Tom Brady's record in the AFC, That's, the AFC East. Let me ask you. It's infinity plus six. Bro. Like it's six it's games. It's given six games that we play come out of the NFC East. I get it, but please understand the following. This is why I ask you to take off the glasses for a second. Understand the following. Yes, he is ten and two in the in the NFC East. He is. That team is ten and two in the NFC East when he is. And, so what do you think I'm saying? From that, from from those ten wins, how many has come from the Giants and the Redskins? That we know they're under five hundred. Bro, it's four. They each. pay twice. Yeah, four. It's, four. So, it's two so each two every each. year. So ten out of the four, uh, four out of ten, the ten games. Ten, four out of the ten games has come. He's lost to Philly once and Washington once. He's three and one against Philly. That's what you're looking no, for. No, no, no. He's at total. The right? ten, Redskins. His his career they, is ten and two. They, their um, record are. Below five hundred, so against against Dak, everybody, everybody, no, no, every no, no. team listen, in that listen, division, their overall record are below five hundred. So he's beating under five hundred teams. Bro, we beat Philly. So out of the ten wins, wait, 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 listen to me. Saying. Out of the ten wins, you're saying that each time you play two times. We always yeah, play the best right. Yes. So four wins. So out of those ten wins, has come with under 500 teams. So, yeah, so you count, you count the two Giants well, games. Can't, we can't say that because, again, let me just say it like this. You said as a they starter. Were, they, you said as a starter. We, as a starter. As right? a starter. We, we could have played them in the beginning years. of the year. We could have played them at the end. What you're trying to say is what Tito's trying to implement or <laughs> imp- imply. whatever whatever it is. Imply. He's trying to say that the only – not let me not say the only reason, but the reason that we beat them is because those teams were under five hundred no, at the time. No, 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 no. that's not what I'm saying. Exactly. What, what I'm saying is just point out that the out next, of the ten wins, four of them has come with under under five hundred. That's in the yeah. Move on. That's it. That's, that's the what next six wins. wins can be like the other six wins has come from top tier. Better teams. Better teams. That's all. He's, yeah, that's it's all. the same teams though. You're, you're not making You're sense. Right. He, He's a four year starter, right? Four year starter. I don't understand. I'm not making Okay, I think let me let me explain what you're saying. He's in the NFC East. He's a four-year starter. His three. record, three-year starter. His record within the NFC East it's is ten, ten wins, two. two losses. Right. So if you take that number out and you go, okay, he started for three years. You take the two Giants win year one, the two Giants win year two, and the two Giants win year three. That gives you a total of how many? Six wins. You take Whoa. one from why? Hold on, I'm just, I'm just, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing the quick math. Tell me if I'm wrong. You take one from Washington, one year, because you guys went one and one his first year, correct? We're three and one versus Washington. Right. We're three and one versus three and one versus Washington. Three and one versus the Giants, and four and zero oh versus Philly. Okay, right. So there's your so number. What, no, what are you saying? Pointing out that, that the, those the ten, the bottom half of that number is a little. It's a bad team. It's under five hundred. They're two bad teams. In, That's in the NFC East, they're two bad teams. Let's agree on that. So this is what I'm trying to tell y'all, and this is why it goes into what I said. Y'all over here basing it off of, oh, we probably played them when they were under 500, so automatically that's you a win. You threw the number out. He has an overall record. This is what I'm trying to no, say. You saying you, you no, breaking no. it down? You know how you're breaking it down right now? By where where you played. But that's how you're explaining I'm not telling you by where you played. I said overall You're just saying number. overall. When they, when they ended right. the season, they were under 500. Yes. You, put the, you, like, put, you put the number out. He's a 10 and is two. That, does does your start. record not show you who you are? Of course. So if you beat a, a team that ends up with an under 500 team. 11, like last year. The not, you get credit or more credit for it. Okay. I understand where you're going with this. Because okay. they ended up, because they were under 500 
you're basically trying to say they weren't as good, so that's why he got the win. Yeah, that's what so, that, so that ten and two is irrelevant. So then four, we went four and zero so against Philly. My my next question, yeah, no, and you get the credit for that. So my yeah. next question is, who no one's from, all of, from all of these divisions, who has the easier path? Who the, the has the, the best? Who got a better record than a ten and two? Who who got a better no. record than a ten and two? Probably nobody, right? Nobody has a division is as hard as as uh, as a uh, or ASC North or ASC South. Again, when When you got two teams that are literally at the bottom of the uh, the easiest, the easiest division is the AFC East, obviously, because that's whatever wherever they go. But we're talking about the division that everybody says. Oh, there's there's been a flip flop in division winners for the last seventeen years. It has been because no one's no one's yeah. no one's been able to win back to back. The, back the division NFC East titles. is probably one of the hardest divisions to win because the, you know, yeah, it, it, it is it's super hard, hard to win. It's hard, but look but at the thing is, that I think what what T is trying to get to, and I think what I'm trying to get to from two pr- completely different perspectives, is that if you throw a number out like he is ten and two in the NFC East. That's fine. Then that's you gotta a, say Tom Brady's eleven and five. Right, that's what I said earlier. You gotta no, also and go, it's not fair it's not, because no. look at the teams that are in that division. Right. I, I oh, complete, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. I completely understand. I completely right, understand. Right, that's, that's just the point. No, no one is taking away the ten and two he has because he's he's won those games. He's won. But them. you gotta go back and go if you throw that line out overall. Right, you throw that line out, you gotta go back and go, well, look at the division. It's kind of it's kind of stacked in one way. But who now, knows, if you tell me if you who say, knows you more than the people in your division? If you tell me he's tending to and they do nothing with it, huh? so, Pam, what, if so you tell so me that, what the, where do you go with that? If, if you, you tell me if he's tending to against an NFC no, South, an NFC North team, I go. You know what? Yo, completely understandable. It's, it's I'm, just, I'm just giving y'all, but we're talking divisions. That, that's right. why I'm giving you the division talk. I, I, we, we're going. Again, this is why I understood. got Dallas winning that division. Understood. Despite them not having. Multiple or repeated division winners. This is our yo, bro. This is the year they do it. If you read everything, this is the year that if God willing, Jerry Jones wakes up tomorrow and says, You know what? We got to pay them. Let's just pay them. Let's get everything, bro. This is the best year that the Cowboys has had in a very long time where every aspect of the team is solid. The front four. Beast, our linebacker core, beast. Our young corners are now three years in and they know what they're doing. When it comes to offense, our offensive line is back. Travis Frederick is back. Tyrone Smith, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins. If we could get Zeke back there, then you're talking about Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, and an up-and-coming beast mode that he's got. I think he's going to have a crazy breakout year, Michael Gallup. I think this could be our division. And one of the reasons is, the Eagles, with even with Jordan Howard, their run game is suspect. That's one. Two. You know, I just you just said that, and it just that's what he is. Jordan Howard is in Philly. He got traded to Philly for a six-round pick. Oh. Their corners, they're consistently going down. They have Orlando Scandrick, our fucking washed-up husband. He needs to go somewhere. He was like, he's, a, he's a washed-up husband now, but when he was yesterday, he was a man. He was okay. He was. A, he was. Okay. In in Dallas, he was the best nickel <laughs> corner. Just want to make sure I put that out there. For he, you look at here. the stats. Look at the stats. He was the best nickel corner while in Dallas, and then he fell off. Uh huh. And you know, he didn't fall and off. Then he, 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 fell he didn't off. fall off. He didn't fall off. Nah, that's fine. He took story. one vacation. <laughs> one vacation when you know who and got popped for and got popped for Mark. That's what happened. But okay, back to it. 
So again, I got Dallas coming out the East. Okay. So now so we're gonna go. We're gonna go. No, let's do one through four. Okay. So my number one oh, team, wait, I got no, New no, Orleans. Yeah, order, right? I got the Rams two. I got Dallas three. And the only reason I got the Rams and Dallas is because of that game in Week 15. That I feel that if we have the division at least with a good two win lead, a two win lead by that time, we might take the gas off. But if this is a, a, a make or break we need to win this game. I think with last year's loss in the um in the in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think we could win that. So that's the only reason I'm giving them two. Because again, if it leads to the point that we beat them, we could bump up to two. But I'm giving the Rams two, I'm giving Dallas three, and I'm giving Chicago four. Okay. Chicago has the fourth hardest no, schedule. No. And they come back with Aaron Rodgers. I think that division is going to be so tough for them. I have the Saints at one. I have the Bears at two. I have the Cowboys at three. And I have the Rams at four. The the, the Rams at four. I have the Rams Say at four. Say it again, Phil. Wow. I have the Saints at one. The Bears at two. The Cowboys at three. And the Rams at four. Let me explain to you why I have the Bears at two and not the Rams. Trubisky is the real deal. Yeah, you a big believer in this. I am. Notice something. And I tell this. I tell this to my sister all the time. Whenever you see me go out and draft a quarterback, that out the blue you go, why did he? Why did you draft him? Why did you draft him? Is because it's something that I've seen this kid do before. I took Trubisky last year in our draft, and I didn't. I didn't win. Did you bench him when he had the six touchdowns? No, I had him starting. I had him starting. I had to bench somebody else accidentally. Six touchdowns in the first half. No, he actually. I did bench him because I picked him up off of, off of waivers, and I didn't want to start him right away. And then I learned my lesson immediately. And <laughs> be like that. Yeah. So you know, okay, yeah, I'm plugging you in. And he gave me. He put me on a nice little run in the play, to, to get to the playoffs. Oh, to make an attempt to the playoffs. He's out. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's definitely out. Bad, that watching kid the, watching the Mets game, unfortunately. Yo, I told you he was out. He was out, yeah. He, he I told you he was out, man. Trubisky, oh, no, he didn't, he didn't Trubisky Cohen, Damn. Uh, um, who's Robinson. A, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Who's the that fullback? Defense. Burton. That defense, Khalil. Is a tight end. Did, did Khalil Mack, my boy. Eddie Jackson. Eddie man, Jackson. Man, I like I like. I like that, that team. That's a hot take that, that you got a number two. That, that, they're that's number big. two to me. The Rams. The Rams. The LA Rams remind me of the St. Louis Rams because they're high powered, high action. You're saying that the Bears are getting the bye. You know that, right? Yeah, that's I'm saying the Bears are getting the bye. I'm what saying that, yeah. Just, I'm saying they're getting the bye. I know you're not confused. I just no, wanna... I'm not confused. They're getting the bye. <laughs> Timestamp it. They're getting the bye. <laughs> so who's your, uh, the two, you picked the two wild cards? No, right? Nah, yeah, yeah, we haven't gone into wild cards. So I got New Orleans Rams, Vikings, Bears. Wow, you got Vikings at three? Yeah. I feel like the, no, well, you like can't. Really no, are. you can't go Bears and Vikings because oh, they're, they're the same division. division. Yeah, yeah. You got the Rams. You got the Saints. I so I got the Bears. New and I got New Orleans Rams. Bears and then NFC is Philly. Philly. Okay. Yeah, so you got right, right. New Orleans, Los Angeles, Bears, Philly. That's mm-hmm. your top four. Yeah. All right. So now going into the wild card, Phil. <laughs> who's your wild card? At five. Oh man, this is tough. At five, I got the Falcons at five. I got the Falcons. Maddie Ice has not had back to back. Yeah, 
and losing seasons or some shit like that. That was one of the stats I read. Like I feel like he every gonna, time he's coming, he's coming, he's, he's getting out of that. Yeah, he's he's, I think it's still. Uh, Fucked up in the head mentally from that. That's who lost. Yeah, that yeah, killed. I think they were like the last two years. They yeah. lost a lot last year. They lost a lot of their starters on defense early. Yeah, Danger. Ken like, uh, O'Neal, Vic Beasley. They lost a lot of those starters that were making a big difference in the defense. And then, so and I think he has a bounce back season at number six because I believe that the next four teams at the sixth spot are all of the finish. Now remember, you also said one A, one B. So Philly has to be one of those four teams. This is 6A and 6B. Okay. 6A for me is Green nah, Bay. Nah, be, this, be, be decisive, bro. 6A for me is, is, is the Green Bay Packers. Because I think the next four teams, nah, Philly, I think Philly, over. Minnesota, Carolina, Seattle, all finish 9 and, nine and 7. Or t- they finish tight like that, and that's how that's how I feel that Green Bay NFC. gets into six, and the NFC the last four years has had five or six teams that finish with identical records at the bottom. Of it. Green Bay plays three playoff teams on the road. They do one of them being Kansas City Week I'll Eight, take it. and they have the seven no fourteenth hardest schedule, so they're right in the middle. So, Tito, who's your wild cards? My wild cards is the Cowboys and the the Vikings. Cowboys and Vikings. Cowboys, Vikings. So now I'm a little bit torn here. So number five, I have Philly. I think um, obviously if Carson Wentz stays healthy. After your love that you showed for Carson Wentz last week. Carson Wentz. <laughs> nah, he's, if he stays healthy, he's a good If he he's stays good, healthy, he's good, he's good, he's good, he's good. He's, he could get there, but I think um, he has to yet he has to prove it to me. To be one hundred percent honest. Um, he's not durable, so it's it's a basically a wait and see thing. At number six, I have a six A and six B. Ooh, be decisive, man. Six A <laughs> is Atlanta. I think Atlanta's gonna gonna, gonna make a lot of noise Ooh. this year with their starters coming back. Now, the same way I chose the Jets in the AFC. Oh, here we go. Wait, let me get the bell. I think this team could do damage. Now, the only reason I have them is because if I'm correct, their strength of schedule, I didn't get them. I didn't get that team. For I think they're like 20s. No, like San Francisco. Wow. Can do. Damn. San Francisco can do something special this year. Over if, Seattle? If Jimmy G is what they say he is. The thing with Seattle is they rely heavy on Russell and they're a run first I team. I've got to make it the playoffs. They're a run first team. The only wide receiver that really scares me on that team is Tyler Lockett. David Moore doesn't scare me. Um, DK Metcalf already had a knee scope, in case I didn't know. Yeah, I've read it. So, so it's not like, you know... Chris Carson is gonna run the hell out that ball. Rashad Penny, they're gonna they're gonna do damage there. Their defense, yes, Bobby Wagner, but it's not like the Legion of Boom. So I'm iffy with that team. Now, okay. granted, they do play Arizona twice, so that could be two easy wins. But if San Francisco could eventually beat that team, 
at least one out of two times, I think they can definitely sneak in or at least give some type of competition mm-hmm. towards that six seed. So that's where I lead that. And just to piggyback off of your Vikings, one thing that the Vikings have, which is hard, and whoever knows, uh, third cousins Kirk. He's not a really third good cousin's one. Kirk. Yeah, he's another one. That's he doesn't yeah, play really good on the road. It's not Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> His away games consist of the Vikings away games consist of Kansas City, Chargers, Seattle, just to name some of them. Which one about Arrowhead and going to the? 12th. I will use the same frame of thought that I use when you said the Jets from four to twelve to nine and whatever, nine and seven is what you have them at right now. Take, you're gonna take, have yeah, that's another hot take. You're 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 definitely taking McGee's spot with the hot takes. You're gonna have a four and twelve San Francisco 49er team that lost his quarterback to an ACL last year. Correct. Come back into an NFC West division that is pretty difficult as it is right now, and finish nine and seven over nine and seven or ten and six over the Seattle Seahawks to make a playoff push. I think, like I said, if they can. Maneuver a way to take one of those two games away from Seattle. That could be a big difference in that division. Because, again, San Francisco, with the way Kyle Shanahan um, does his magic, I think he does something that's super popping. He knows how to get to his quarterbacks. And if Jimmy Garoppolo... You did see his up. preseason warm-up, right? You did see that, right? <laughs> Bro, that's his first action back I, in a uh, year. I, I understood. You did see it, though. Yeah, he got paid without having even shown anything. And, I mean, and, he did and show a little bit. He showed something in New England. Last year, he showed the first two games that he can ball. And, and this is how y'all say that Jimmy G and the people yeah, said that Jimmy that, G is better that than that. Based on two preseason games. There you go. There you go. Where? I just want to make sure that you're... So, I'm basically bumping out... I'm bumping out Philly and Seattle, which were the five or six seeds last year. Where do you leave Carolina? Carolina has to show me more. Carolina has to show me more than Christian McCaffrey. Cam is too emotional, man. And Greg is always crying. So ever crying. If you guys had you picked your dark horse coming coming out, which is now the Niners. If you had to pick a dark horse in the NFC, somebody who you know what's going to see. And then I see. I think he. Had, like I think his dark horse is. No one sees. No one sees but you. I think he's. Uh, looking at, I think that would. Wouldn't that be Minnesota for you? And I got to make in the playoffs, though. You feel me? That's who I got. But that's who. That's his. That's his I dark like, horse. Oh, like Mine. Like Mine's is. I Yo, think San Francisco. They, they're going to step up. They. We don't. We. None of us had them in our top five duos. Remember Kevin with, uh, with the quarterback because you know, of the quarterback. Yeah, we have him top ten because of no, the I think Oscar. I think Oscar. No, put him Oscar put him in top five because of Thielen, Thielen, right? Because of Thielen. But Dev Cook comes back, man. Dev Cook. I like. I like him. I like him as my six seed, man. I like him as my six seed. So the six seed will play. Dev Cook. If I if I got it correctly, they'll play Mike Bear. The Bear. Mike Bear. Your Bears. Ooh, heard him. The Bears. I'm being influenced. The Bears are the third seed, so they play the Kings based on my standings. Yeah, I just I'm it'll looking be at good it. Games and then it'll be Philly versus the Cowboys. You know, I'm just I'm looking at it, and as much as I want to pick another team uh, out against my team, because I I want to involve my Giants in this conversation. <laughs> They're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. I don't think I don't, I don't think five and eleven is where we sat. Oh, man, Daniel Jones is playing by week five. I don't think we finished five and eleven this year. I think that's it. 
Week five. Except, Daniel Jones is except by the by the bye week. By the bye week. What's that? What's that? Seven? I don't know. Seven away. Seven. Yeah. I don't know what number. Horrible. I can't. You know I can't argue against. I can't argue against Minnesota. I just can't. They should just throw them out there, man. They should just throw them out there. I can't man. argue against Minnesota. I just yeah, can't. Man, I mean, yeah, so you got Green Bay going in, so it's like right. But again, Green Bay has guys better in anything, bro. They got I read, younger. I read, a, I read an article. I think the guy's name was Bucky Brooks, and I think I mentioned this before. Do you know what's Aaron Rodgers' record in the last three seasons? 24, 24 and one. And before that, it was I was it was beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. numbers. And look at the last three years. Twenty-four. Yeah, no line. Last three years, injuries, injuries, injury, no line. Yeah. His receivers got his, his, his receivers got old. Lot, his receivers got old fast, bro. I mean, they you, beefed up. When you lose, when you, listen, when, that's yeah, number one. Number Jones that, when you okay. when you it's lose, okay. when you imagine lose, if he had somebody though that could really take over. A now, see, in respect of years, you lose Jody Nelson. One year. The following year, you lose Randall Cobb. You got Devontae Adams, You man. get Devontae, Devontae Adams. Devontae, you don't I get like anything Devontae. else. Like he doesn't That's my have... number one duel. I like Wasn't Devontae. it my number... I think that was my number one duel. I like Devontae. Devontae. I think it was the number one duel. So Devontae I like them. It's just the rest of the team, I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. They're going to score the ball, and he's going to sling that ball. Balls, yeah, I can't, I can't argue against him sort of being that, that dark horse that just... I, I like this, man. We're going we're gonna to get back to this mid-season. We're going to look... Uh, how we have it and do we think we're going to make it and probably you know by then we'll do our Super Bowl prediction we are going to be talking about our fantasy teams coming up soon and uh, I like to talk tonight gentlemen it was it was real productive really dope um Phil was putting his notes away I'm going to hold you want to hold on to this make, yes. make it man noise mine. on this pod save mine there because we're going to put and, no, uh, no, we're going to take this out you want me to Save yours? Oh, you didn't write it down? Yeah, I got it. Nice, yeah. you didn't write it down, so there's no proof that you wrote the... Yeah, See, I, got, I, got, I put my name on it, too. I got mine's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those, that can change. You can, a notebook right, can disappear. I'll write mine's down. <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, no platform, free on. Have it. Feel the God. You already heard. I'm your boy, Ham.Holler. And this was the Side Exit Podcast. Later. Ha!